brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. This is another suds segment where really good beer meets really bad radio. With me today at the table is good old boy Dave. I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother Daryl. <laughs> really? Where'd they come from? <laughs> That was good old boy Dave, the man who doesn't speak in the beginning. Also with us today is good old boy Kendall. It's always great to be here, especially talking about the good times we had out in Denver. Oh, yes. And also with us is good old boy Reverend Mark. Yep, yep, yep. GABF alumnus here. Can't wait to go again, <laughs> but I think I will. <laughs> well... In case you didn't know what this episode is about, we survived it one more time. Well, mostly. But the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. That's what we're talking about today. The four of us were lucky enough to be there for five days a couple weeks ago. And it feels like a bit longer than that, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to go into all of the details here in just a minute, at least for those of us who can remember details. But first, this Suds episode is brought to you by... Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are priced very competitively. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now, with more stuff. <laughs> I love our sponsor. Well, today we're just going to be talking about some of the beers that stood out to us at, in Denver instead of drinking. But, I mean, let's no be real. Drinking. Well, let's be real, though. We can't have this podcast without drinking yeah. something. Anyways, um, but we will give out some ratings on those beers that we had in Denver and loved so much. So, Reverend Mark, would you do us the honor of giving us the Suds ratings? Okay, we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. All right, here's how those ratings go. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? Number three, ah... What a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Sometimes I think that just goes on and on and on and then <laughs> on just a little bit longer. Yeah, would you say the same thing about me? <sighs> I'm so lucky. Um, <laughs> anyways, so let's get talking about GABF. Um, and I think that probably the easiest way of going about this is just talking day by day. And, um, and yeah, so first day is Wednesday when we're all arriving. Some of us arrived a little bit earlier than others. Good old boy Dave, what do we do when we got to town on Wednesday? So after a very easy, wonderful flight in to Denver with no hassles or any problems whatsoever, <laughs> we um <laughs> we uh we went to uh, well, the, you know what? The first thing we did was we went to pick up the press credentials or media credentials for uh, us and uh, Reverend Mark and Kendall mm -hmm. at the uh, convention center. 
People sure. were very nice as they always were. and Very easy. Yeah. Boom, boom. Got in, got out. Yep. They had some hole puncher difficulties. Um, so, you know, that's always a hassle when your, your hole puncher won't punch holes. And then uh, we went to um, Localish, which is a little, I don't know if you call them a tap room, but it's like a little kind of convenience store slash deli slash tchotchke kind of place coffee shop yeah yeah um attached mm-hmm. to union's union station there uh in denver and two roads brewing out of connecticut was having a tap takeover as luck would have it and uh we got to try um there was a goza and an ip uh, two different ipas and one was a new england style ipa and um too juicy too juicy. Like, too juicy. And that was a very apt description. It was um it was turbid. It was citrusy, um, nice mouthfeel. It was a very good beer. Yeah. 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 It was really all really three good. of the beers were really good. The people were cool. There was a nice little crowd there. It wasn't too bad. Um, but that too juicy, man, that was a that was a good way to start the visit to Denver. And I would probably give that beer a four. Yeah, I would think so too. And I, you know, localish is such a cool little place because um, while GABF was going on, they had different uh, brewery takeovers every day, and just a nice little spot, you know, to to grab a pint, to sit down. I mean, you could grab a coffee afterwards or in the morning, and it's right there at the end of the train station. So, like, what a perfect spot, at least. I thought so anyways. And then afterwards, um, we went in and we checked in at our Airbnb and then um, got a couple snacks to get us. That was a bit of a, an adventure just getting to the Airbnb. Well, yeah. We took a train, then we took another train, then we took a bus, but the bus wasn't going the right way. So they dropped us off next to a car accident. So then we took an Uber and the Uber got us... There. Lost, yeah, sort of, yeah. Finally. But yeah. we we got there, yeah. Huh. Kendall did. and I, we ju- we just took an Uber all the way, didn't we? Straight <laughs> in, straight from the airport, nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. But you know, the rail system there has so improved. I mean, it was pretty okay, you know, years ago. But uh, uh, you know, kind of once we got with the program and and knew once you know where you're going, it's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, I wish Nashville had one. Yeah, true true but you know they'll work on it at some point so um for you guys did you go anywhere or do anything on your way in uh no we had a late flight out of nashville i don't think our flight was still 7 30 or so in the evening yeah yeah so i remember you know stopping by the local yazoo brew uh tap uh not really a tap room but beer stand a little in the kiosk Nash- kiosk in yeah. the yeah. national yeah. airport always yeah. uh always good to get the yazoo brew and um and we got our plane and we got into Denver. It was probably what, 10 o'clock at night. Just took an Uber straight to the house. So pretty go. low, low key night. Almost beerless. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Gotcha. And then the fun started on Thursday. So the first thing that we did, um, which was very smart on the part of Kendall, I must say, was going early to Hops and Pie. And oh, yeah. We were like one of the first ones there and couldn't have been better time. Yeah, we got there 15 minutes before the doors opened and it was perfect timing. There were, I think, two small parties in front of us. But but in that 15 minutes, we probably had another 25, 30 people line up behind us. And by the time we got a table and got our beers, hops and pie was packed. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but we were in like the perfect spot because we were, we had a nice table right by the door and um, we could see everything that was going on and. We were very comfortable, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Totally. Totally. So, were there, were there any standouts for you guys from that type list that we had? God, there was like so much great stuff. Mm. Yeah. One of the things I, I thought was really cool, I think, um, I forget which brewery takeover it was, but they invited their friends. And so, they had breweries from all over the country. And I remember noticing specifically some great Southern beer there. They had Creature Comforts out of Atlanta, Three Taverns from... Uh, also the Atlanta area, uh, Brewery Bavana out of Raleigh, brewing great beer, Burial out of Asheville. It was, it was true. It was really cool. It was true. That's right. Because true. it was all heavy metal. 
yep. uh, aficionado brewers. So True Brewing invited all their friends. There were some yeah. great beers. And, um, man, I, I had one there. You guys talk about the beers you had. I got I got to find it on my well, list. Well, there was one from yeah. Burial. I think it was called Illusion of Secrecy. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was man, that was good. And then there was one that you really can't say their name. It was F if you do and F if F if you don't, which was a um, collaboration between Westbound and Down and um and actually Hops and Pie. So mm-hmm. it was a is a beer they collaborated with. Um but it was just you know the the flights there we're like, I mean, it was it was amazing, dude. Because you you could not pick a bad flight. You know, you were gonna get four to five really great beers, no matter which ones you selected. I think my favorite was the Benthic, the yes, Imperial Style. I was gonna mention yes. actually yeah. half acre out of Chicago. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That was really. That was one of my top two that I had listed here, and then the three taverns as well. Uh, the Sherry Barrel Imperial Stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, And then Jackie O's had something else going on that wasn't wasn't too shabby either. Um, it was um, Imperial Stout. Let me see. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, the Bourbon Barrel yeah. uh, Stout on nitro. No, just Bourbon Barrel. Yeah, and the food was killer, dude. <sighs> so I mean, good. Uh, great it spot. It was such a really you know great way to start the day, and we. We spent, you know, two or three hours there just eating and, and just drinking a lot of really good beer. Yes. And we hadn't even arrived for the Thursday session quite yet. No, we I were <laughs> we were killing time, you know. So we killed a few hours and a lot of brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of brain still cells. Yeah. Um some others that I thought were standouts were the Lacumbra, the Riot on Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that was, I mean, like, if there was ever rock candy, but, like, rye rock candy, that just reminded me of what that would be. Yeah, sweet, but but not too sweet, and just nice woody flavor. Yeah, and also, well, we'll be right back after a brief interlude. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Welcome back, everyone. We are discussing GABF wrap-up. And we were talking about hops and pie and all the great beers that we had at hops and pie. I was going through my list and another one that I really liked was the Beerstad Lager House from Denver, their Slow Pour Pills. I mean, not to mention, A, it came in a really wonderful glass, but I thought, wow, you know, for a Pilsner, it was it was pretty decent. Um and yes, then, yes, yes. And then what was the other one? Oh, the Diamond Dust um, Pure Project Brewings, their IPA was really good. And the Slow Death from True, I really liked that one. The Cinnamon and Lemon Peel um, Sour Ale, which I thought was really cool. And oh, the Jackie O's that you were talking about yes, was mm-hmm. the Bourbon Barrel Oro Negro. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, that one was just completely. Negro. Negro. <laughs> Sorry, Negro. Sorry, I'm so from the north. Um, that was like decadent. That was a super dessert beer yumminess. Oh, and the Gilpin, the Black Gold, the the Porter, um, on cask. That was the first beer I had that day, and it was oh, pretty outstanding. Yeah, Hogshead, man, they really know how to do yeah, that. They do. That was that that the mouthfeel on that one. It was silky mm. and and just smooth, and and it was luscious. Yeah. Oh, and the Jester King one, the um, 
the omniscience and omniscience and pro solitism, pro solitism. Yeah, Mark knows that word. Yeah, that thing. God, the strawberries and the oak on that. That was phenomenal. Sorry, I got to rate that one. I gave that one a five. So we had a big lunch and a lot of beers, and it was still only about one or two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and the session didn't start until about five. So we were like, uh, okay. There's so, only one thing you can do at that time. You got to go to Falling, Falling Rock. Rock. That's right. Yep. And this was the first time I'd been to Falling Rock where you could actually get somewhere to sit down for Oh, yeah. Easily. It was great. Got a yeah. table. Actually, out on the out on the patio too, and we were we were sitting pretty. We had some nachos. Yeah, saw Mister Dogfish Head. Yeah, yes. Sam. Sam was there. Sam was there with his little pink backpack, and um, <laughs> yeah, I got to meet him later. Really nice guy. Did you? Yeah. Oh man, so you get to meet mm. everybody. Ken Ken is uh, Kendall's the like the uh, social butterfly of the group. He is a social butterfly of the group. Well, I tell you, as we bellied up to the bar there at Falling Rock. Uh, Kendall next to me and reminded me that I needed to be true to at least one GABF tradition at oh, Falling yeah. Rock, and that is the first pint was Pliny. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. have some Pliny. <laughs> you know, that's the thing I love about Falling Rock. I think it's the only bar I've ever been to where they pretty much always have Pliny and Blind Pig on, which I think mm-hmm. Blind Pig is maybe even a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, had, had one of each, and I do that every time I go to Falling Rock. They've got an amazing tap list, but how often do you get those beers on tap? And they're fresh and they're delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it was just a really great scene. There were a lot of brewers there, um, and people were just kind of hanging out and getting ready for the uh, for the festival. And the, the weather was really nice. It was sunny, and but not too hot. And it was just a really good time. Yep. And it was leading us to our demise. <sighs> dum dum dum. Yeah. First day at GABF. Start your engines. So first session, um, I think is probably the best session. Um, everybody, all the volunteers and brewers and everybody, they're kind of on their game. Your, your, you know, your liver is in the best shape it's going to be for that whole weekend. So you get in there and you. You know, you we we get to go in just a, a few minutes before everybody else. You go in, go through the metal detectors, and you know, Reverend Mark got frisked a couple times. They all, why did they do that? I, well, you, you're, you <laughs> got that look, man. You, you know, you're, shady. You're that kind of guy, you know. But um, so, what what was your strategy, uh, Kendall, for like the first session? What did you want to make as a priority? Um, first. Uh, session I had no strategy my goal was because it's one of the least crowded sessions was to walk through the entire event and just try to see and get my bearings for everything so uh, and and also the thing I love about first session you're right it's it's not as crowded yet everybody everybody's there um, and so I you know I know a lot of people from all over the country I went walked around and talked to a bunch of friends saw the wonderful Julia Hurst from the Brewers Association yeah, 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 at mm-hmm. their uh, tent she or makes it tent, happen but, you know? yeah so I know a lot of people at the BA got to hang out and talk with them just walked around and, and really talked to people and drank beer uh, yeah. no strategy whatsoever what Very about cool. you Reverend Mark well <clears throat> I was so fortunate to be able to stay in the paired area for a good bit of the night like that man. first session yeah. yes so um yeah um so what were some of the highlights of that well uh one was uh a pairing that uh i started things off with you know a, an ipa is a really good aperitif so started out with the odell's um mountain standard double black ipa oh wow and uh it was it was served uh, with a cured Colorado pork heart in refried beans. Oh wow! So it was quite a hearty. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that was excellent. And then moved on, got on the brew bus from Brew Bus Brew, brew Bus Brewing from Tampa. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and had a bourbon uh, barrel aged. Uh, uh, cur- what they call a curb. 
Czech Imperial Porter, and it was served with a pork smoke belly. Oh, oh wow. Or a smoked pork belly. I, I haven't had that much to drink today. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what he's had has been yeah, great. Yeah. So this, with this smoked pork belly, was served uh, a, a butternut squash puree uh, and a molasses demi-glaze. Nice. Yeah. And then rounding the corner, I'm just kind of sifting down to the to to the top four on my list was the uh, Braxter Baxter Brewing. Man, it was a rye spiced ale served with a chicken liver mousse and a fig conserve. Okay, I'm gonna mm. have to pass on that. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for for the sweet tooth, there was Vernal Brewing, uh, in which I got an Imperial Milk Stout with what they called a boxcar coffee bar coated with coconut crunch. Ooh, wow, tasty. Yeah, yeah. Sounds but that's awesome. just four out of about thirty-five different booths. So you oh, were there for yeah. a while. Yeah, and I'd eat. And they even had seating, you know, yeah. you could sit down. Yeah, if you nice. can get notes. that ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to do it in 2016, and holy cow, it is. Yeah. you can it's, just camp out in there for hours. It's one of the hot tickets for GABF. So, yeah, if, if you're ever able to do it, it's definitely worth the money and in, in the, in the time. So I felt very blessed and very filled. So Absolutely. Thank you all. So I think we, you know, our first mission was to – well, we did what the states, the state guilds. That was sort of our because last year we had had such a great time at the state guilds and had some of the best beers mm-hmm. um, there that we had. And this year it was kind of a letdown. I mean, we went, we had there were some good beers, but I don't know. There, I don't think the uh, all the states brought their A game as much this year as they did last year. So we kind of got off to a slow start. So then we kind of broke away from there and just started. Uh, we went to, I think, Pennsylvania in the the northeast and kind of tasted some beers from Juliana's home state. And um, just kind of kind of muddled around from that point and kind of tried some, some different things. I had some really good beers, though. You did. You met somebody super cool, too. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> So I guess we should go ahead and talk about it. The the brewery that destroyed GABF and and owned it was Melvin. Brewery oh yeah, out of uh, out of Wyoming, they had a giant RV. They had a DJ with a huge sound system. Uh, they had some really good beers on tap, but forget all that. They had hacksaw Jim Duggan, um, WWE uh, wrestling uh, legend and Hall of Famer. And I got my picture made with him, and he was awesome and really cool. He was. He was really <laughs> sweet. My God, his hands are like. He's a big man. He is. He's a big, solid dude. But uh, he, you can tell he's been hit with some chairs and different things, but he was a super sweet, super cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Melvin won GABF. They yeah. just, they wow. Crushed what, it. you know, you always see that one that has just lines like you wouldn't believe and that was them the entire time yeah. well you know and they had their own section in the back you know Deschutes was back there too but you know Melvin they 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 took the time to build out their own carve out their own section of the the floor and they made the best out of the space the best use of the space that they, they yeah. possibly could and it wasn't just hype or marketing they really are making really good they're beer. Uh, they're two by four yep um, it's so good, and like all the different beers they had, they they were pouring some really astound, outstanding IPAs. Yeah, they Excellent. were. They were. They I, that I think was like one of the cooler sections of GABF. But mm-hmm. also of note, I mean, the brew pub section of GABF exploded this year. It was. It was huge. It was huge. I mean, and it, and the orientation of GABF was a little different too. They've also expanded out into more space. Um, I mean, as if GABF could get any bigger. And they got rid of some has. things. I think you know there wasn't a bookstore section this year um but they did have more homebrew stuff and i felt like they had more merch for sale uh this year too more uh, t-shirts and just different things in different more spots too yeah i picked up some really cool thermal growlers and then there were some supply houses as well with specialty grains yeah uh so i got some dehust uh 
uh, brown and uh, chocolate malt. Wherever so, Mark goes yeah. to Colorado to buy his malt. That's <laughs> well, it's just small little bags. That's you know, a dedicated a- <laughs> homebrew right there. That is. You know, it's funny. You mentioned the brew pubs. Um, there were a lot more of them, but uh, unfortunately, I didn't think most of them had the best beer. I didn't either. Um, I thought there were some good beers there. Were there a few, but but uh, by and large, it, I have to say this might reflect on the whole GABF altogether was I didn't feel like this was one of the stronger years for beers. I had a lot of average beer. I'll put it yeah. that way. There's yeah. uh, It's GABF, so you're always going to get some delightful special stuff. But a lot of everybody's everyday beers were just pretty average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And some of the beers that you're used to having that are very impressive to you were not as good as what you may be used to having. You know, uh, Funky Buddha, I don't think they brought their best game. Um, usually I would just be raving about Funky Buddha over and over and over, but I don't think their beers were that great. So, okay, so that was Thursday. Um, well, I think, but I, all in all, I think it was a really solid first session it's for everybody. Time. It was good. And we all, we met up by the, by the chairs, um, uh, at the, at the exit and then, uh, made our way back to the Airbnb. All of us a little more tired, a little, little drunker, uh, a little worse for wear and, uh, went to bed and then came Friday. Yep. Then came Friday. So, man, way too <laughs> early. <laughs> it did, didn't that's it? Why, it like that's why nine, I stayed in bed till 10 o'clock. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. nine, it was like nine o'clock. So, um, the three of us, um, minus good old boy Kendall, yeah. we went, we were out and about early. Took um, an Uber to downtown. Yep. And, um, Reverend Mark, what did you do for the morning? Well, I went to the uh, Sam Adams uh, breakfast, which was just amazing. Uh, and Jim Cook was there, of course, with uh, some uh, s- some small brewers from around the si- from around the country that he he, he they they selected uh, you know to represent all the different regions, and they uh, you know considered the theme of independence, Sam Adams independence, and all that, and the, uh, the you know the future of the small. Um, microbrewery, uh, whether it be a you know a good sized distribution brewery, but nonetheless the small independent, and what is uh, what's the future of all that? And you know it really was a very balanced conversation, just about uh, how that whether or not there are some big macro takeovers from you know here and there that uh, that beer itself. Uh, is uh, evolving because of all this great new competition, all the the new uh, breweries that are coming online every single day, every single week. Um, and uh, you know, I was I was really pretty encouraged to see uh, a husband and wife team in particular that were, I guess, they just got selected out of a competition that Sam Adams had, in which they were going to be coming and apprenticing for an entire year. What? Yeah. Very cool. That's cool. How was the food? Oh, yeah. You know, just all kinds of animal fat and <laughs> and uh, French toast. And yeah, I was, you know, trying to make up for the, the night before when so I had, you, were you know, the, putting on the, a good layer. Yeah. The, uh, all the, uh, the, the pork, pork belly and stuff that I had the night before. Sure. Nice. Nice. So we decided to do a special tour with Oscar Blues. Um, Got on a bus that took us to Longmont, Colorado, to the Oscar Blues facility there. Um, nice ride. I was feeling kind of rough, uh, but uh, they had beer, they had donuts and everything um, for the ride up there. And we got up there, and there was, uh, I tell you, they Oscar Blues, they were very welcoming um, very congenial. They, you know, it was an open bar. Everything in their tap room you could get, um, you could get pours of for free. Yeah, not to mention that they had their partners up there with them. So, you Cigar were able- City. Um, yeah, Cigar City had a handle or two, and then um, 
Perrin was also represented there. But yep. their space is just really, really cool. Very laid back. Is it called uh, the Tasty Weasel? Yes, the Tasty Weasel. Um, it, it was extra. It was just extraordinary. It it was such a cool experience. And then the tour was. I mean, yeah, you talk about tours, you know, yeah, there's tours everywhere and they all seem the same, but this one was, this one was cool because it's not just the brewery that's there, but they also, um, they also had a coffee shop, um, which they're well, a coffee roaster, co- coffee roaster, sorry. Yeah. Hot um, box. Yeah. Coffee. Where they get their hot box porter. And, um, so that gave you like a little idea of how this like small coffee roaster was, you know, within Oscar blues, but still doing their own thing. And, they showed the process and it's it's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, then they have that separate room. It's like an FDA certified clean room where they make sodas, like old fashioned non alcoholic sodas. And it's like a, it, it's in the same building, but it's completely isolated. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah. We, and they had some of their stuff there too, right? Yeah. Did they have like a, Cherry. It was a root beer and a, and a black, beer. Cherry. black cherry. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It yeah, was that very was really good. So. good. And then they have a bike shop uh, across the parking lot. Um, you know, I'm not really into that, but there was a bunch of bikes. Um, so I think there's a lot of skaters and BMX dudes that ride or that work at uh, Oscar Blues out there. Yeah. Bunch of hippies. Oh, no. And then the lunch there in the back room. That was extraordinary. Amazing tacos, brats in the oak room. You could see their oak barrel room through a big glass window from the little banquet room we were sitting in. It was pretty cool. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah, and the room was just made of oak staves and just very, very comfortable, very cozy little place. Very oaky. Yes, very oaky. And a lot of good beer. I mean, you got to give it to them. Yeah, more good beer. And I was like, God, I just don't know much more beer I can drink. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to find out. Got to keep up. Yeah. Well, we'll be back in just a minute. just the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows my hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back everyone In case you are just tuning in to us We are discussing our GABF wrap-up And we're talking about Friday morning before the session And what we did so Dave and I were talking about the Oscar Blues tour that we had and that took us into the afternoon yeah that took us all day so in the meantime Kendall woke up and uh, (laughs) (laughs) went into town and uh, what did you guys do from that point I went into town had breakfast um, at a place called Sam's number three just an old school diner and then I met up with Reverend Mark we explored around a bit had some beers I think we went to the Rhine House. It's called German Place. Then went uh, hit hit a bottle shop yep. so we could bring some beer home. There's a great little bottle shop over by Hops and Pie in that area of Denver. I don't know what that's called, but uh, just kind of took it easy for the day. That's good. Then yeah, uh, I think you guys went back and took a nap or dropped off your yeah, bottle. Yeah, I hadn't and... slept enough. Power nap. That's yeah, good, dude. I. You got you got to work from your rest, not rest from your work. You know I, what? I feel you. I envy you. I envy you guys on that. And then we went to round two. Yeah, Friday so, night. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. So the the so we uh, 
I don't know what I'm trying to say, but we, <laughs> so we went to that, that was the night where we went, Julianne and I went to the, to the brew pub, uh, section and it was laid out really great. They had these huge conical fermenters set up, um, in there just, just as show pieces, but it was, it was visually, it was pretty impressive. Now, Friday night is a little more crowded than Thursday and uh, it's the night, I think, when they usually have, like, people in costumes and all the sort of the party crowd, if you will. I don't remember anything super crazy this year. Did you guys see any, like, any really wild costumes or anything? No, not not this year. Not like not last. Not on Friday. We got the zombies thing going on later, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, that was outside the thing. But, yeah. So, uh, I did have one of the best beers that I had... Um, had at gabf was uh from commonwealth brewing in virginia it was a beer called halcyon and it was a sour barrel aged blonde that had uh passion fruit and apricots and it was so thick it looked like it literally looked like mango nectar like it was mm. there was like no head to it really but it was and you could not see through it but it this beer was amazing it, yeah, was, it was it like was like drinking fruit juice. It was. It was. Um, that was quite yummy. What did you yeah. rate that beer? I gave that beer a five. And it was funny because we went like two or three tables down and Adroit Theory uh, was just right next to them. And they had this mango uh, goza that tasted very similar but it was also a pretty amazing beer too and it seems like this was the year for mango goza because like every other brew pub you went to had, a mango, where it's at. Yeah, had yeah. a mango goza or something but there were a lot of them but most of them were pretty good so i guess there, there was a sale on mangoes this year or something yeah and then remember not to go back to two roads, but to go back to two roads. Sure. We go back um, to two roads. Yeah, Kendall and River Market mentioned this to us and um we eventually got to try some of it. The jambic. Oh yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is that was one the, of my top. Yeah, with yeah. the lambic with raspberry and lemongrass. Dude, that thing was Oh my god. That is one of my top beers at GBF on yep. my list. Yep. So we like we were there. We walked up to Two Roads about 15 minutes before they were going to do the release of it for for Friday. And um, we just kind of kept going back through line, trying different beers. And, like, finally, like, it was about two or three minutes before, and we just sort of hung and hovered right at the front, kind of off to the side just enough so that they would uh, let us go ahead and have some, one of the first pours. Yeah, of that, and it, it was really good. I was I was circling that booth, kind of like a I was going to do a drive by shooting or something, but <laughs> but not really drive by. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I hit hit it up a couple times once I started pouring that jam. Just yeah. get back in line. And it was funny because the line for two roads was never crazy. You know, there are certain breweries where it's almost like you don't even want to try to go in mm -hmm. because you know, like um, the rare barrel. And um, the brewery and a few places, like, people are so stacked up to get in there that it's almost not worth it because you know you can go to two or three other places and have beers that are just as good and get in and out and have them instead of standing there for, you know, 20, 20 30 minutes. Yeah, that, I think that's my main strategy is I generally don't stand in line at GBF. I, I look for the places, a lot of times a no line with somebody you've never yeah. heard of. Uh, that's how I found, I think my favorite beer of the entire event was a little brewery out of uh, Port Orange, Florida called Tomoka. Uh -huh. And Tomoka had a Thai Goza, oh, wow. which was just I had that. unbelievable. I had that. So different. Yeah. It was yeah. unique. It was delicious. Yep. And nobody was lined up. I kept going back for it. But it was probably my favorite beer of the so night. So it was like Thai, like was it coconut or... Um, kind of like Thai basil. Oh, and, uh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it, it worked really well. It was just some really interesting uh, herbal flavors in that goza that just really made it unique. What do you think about it, Reverend Mark? I think that that was for me. It was it was a balanced goza for. I don't like a, a super you know puckering experience, and I, I, it, it felt, tasted as though it had some salt to it as a little well. bit. Yeah. 
And um, what would yeah, you guys yeah, rate that I beer? Would, oh, a solid five. It was one of my top five anyway. Yeah, y'all kind of beat me to the punch, but the Jambic was my, my top. And and I just kind <laughs> of happened over um, to the two roads because, at least at first, I was really going for some, some lower gravity traditional beer yeah. to start out. That, right, right. That, and so I was looking for some Pilsners. And so uh, in addition to their Jambic, they, the first, the, I arrived there actually to get the, uh, the two roads old factory Pilsner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that was a good one. Was, and I thought it was very good. crisp and just clean. Um, some some good noble hop going on. So that led me down, you know, just pretty much their entire list. Yeah, uh, and I did wait around for uh, the jambic to come out. I kind of did that too. I was feeling kind of rough on Friday, so I I was like, "Can we?" I just want to try like anywhere that's got a pilsner or some kind of light ale that's not gonna crush me even more um so i i did try several different pilsners and and, and some marzins i yeah. was i was sam maybe you know october whatever there but, were some yeah. good ones and yeah. there were some yeah meh, okay ones yeah uh also with two roads they had one of my favorites i would list this in my top 10 at least it was uh their expressway and it was the cold processed ethiopian coffee that was added after a cold crash Oh. And it was just so rich uh, that with Ethiopian coffees in particular, well, in, most African coffees have a little more acidity to them. Uh-huh. But when you cold process them, you get just enough to kind of break, you know, and give you that little sting, but not too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, for some reason, as I look back over the course of that week, uh, I was gravitating more toward uh, different kinds of stouts. I have no idea why. It's just where my taste buds were. That's cool. Um, I'm just looking in some of the others that we had. There was Three Notched Brewing Company. It was a, it was in the brew house section. They had a pomegranate goza. Yeah. That was really nice. It's Yeah, I mean, looking back on my notes, there's a lot of gozas that were really cool. Um, Adroit Theory also had their Invisible Art, the black IPA that was rum barrel aged. That was just decadent and yeah. lovely. All, all that rum flavor that came out in that beer. Yeah. Big sweetness. Yeah. And um, throwing out some Pennsylvania love here, Neshaminy Creek, the shape of hops to calm that imperial IPA of mm. theirs was really quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. There were good beers from like 512 that we had. So, I mean, I, I think there were some really good beers mm-hmm. there, but it... You had to go. You had to go through a lot of places to find yeah. the the gems. Did yep. uh, did any of you get over in the Midwest section and try beer from Randy Mosher's Brewery, Forbidden Root? I I didn't yes. know. Yeah, we Didn't. were there. We were there. Um, yeah, because uh, Randy was actually there pouring beer, and I met him on a few occasions. He's a really nice guy, and he talked to me about the beers. But they had some very excellent. I would say kind of innovative experimental stuff doing some really interesting things with the beers and they were just a few tables down for moody tongue out of chicago right, which right. is making some fantastic beers hmm. uh their smoked applewood gold is just spectacular right but um a lot of, a lot of good beers in that chicago land area these days there are man yeah um speciation ales they had their genetic drift and um I think well, they you, had a Clementine too that we had. We got to talk about Scratch really too. Oh yes, and the tree, you know, Scratch and the tree. Yeah, so they did something kind of cool this year. I mean, granted, it wasn't the same tree, but it was a tree. Um, they took, they made a beer out of every part of the tree. So there was leaves. Was it leaves and nuts or? Um, they had bark, roots. Leaves, flowers, nuts, and stems. Nuts and stems, yeah. Yes. So each beer was a different part of the tree, and there were two separate trees that they used. And they used their They were extraordinary. Their house culture. And, um, yeah, they were all distinct in a way, but um, I think their house culture kind of tied them all together. But it was was some very interesting beers. 
some very yeah. very good stuff. I did not get to their booth. It's it's funny when I look back. There's several breweries I didn't. I just didn't get to. There's just so much. Well, it's hard to get to everything. You know, I mean, even if you're targeting specific breweries, I mean, and a lot of times they're so spaced out, and mm-hmm. and it may be that there's a big line right when you try to get to them. So you kind of move on, thinking I'm going to come back or whatever, and you may not make it back to them. Did you spend any time at the uh, G- at the um, pro am just to kind of see what was anything? I tried a few. Yeah, pretty good beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did too. There yeah. was um, there was some good stuff that we had a couple of things there. We did. Yeah, you get some pretty innovative stuff there. So it's it's nice to try that because you know home brewers are very experimental by nature, anyways, and so they I think they make the pro brewers kind of step out a little bit and try some different things too i know i i've i've gone a few times uh, with a recipe in years past uh to the pro-am and like seven eight years ago uh most breweries in this area that were sponsoring pro-am uh weren't wanting to get very experimental because the question was is is the public gonna buy it here locally yeah and i think a lot of that has changed sure yeah. well i so think absolutely. The, yeah. the consumers are like looking for what's new and weird and crazy. You know, I think seven or eight years ago, people were just trying to, to find beers that were flavorful and actually kind of tasted, you know, good beyond like what a, you know, a macro beer would taste like. And now everybody's kind of, they, they're crossed beyond that point. So they want to know what's the new big funky flavor that I can get. Um, that you can't find somewhere else. Well, we're running out of time, so we'll quickly get to Saturday. So we did Saturday session, and um, and that was the afternoon session, and that was really cool. And then we were going to meet up at a place afterwards. And we got hung up a little bit. We did. We got hung up by zombies. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of zombies. <laughs> Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. That really was. So there's an area of downtown Denver called is it the 16th Street Market? I think it's called. Something and there's like that, yeah. and there's a train um, or a bus rather that will take you from one end of 16th Street to the other, which will then lead you to Union Station. And that area was blocked off of. There was no bus action going Which on we because did not know. you're right we had no idea because it was a night uh, or a day of 10,000 zombies i mean it was <laughs> it was really it was cool and it was weird had we'd known in advance it yeah. would have been very cool because we, we could have planned around it we could have. yeah it's, it's interesting they did an event that big while gbf was going on at the same time that's yeah. a lot of people in downtown denver yeah it is unless they thought that the zombies were going to go to gbf for dinner or something <laughs> but you know, know that was know. probably the last day of really good weather um, for a little while because I think it snowed mm-hmm. the Monday after that. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, they did, were anticipating did. a major downturn when we le- when we left out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but so anyway, anyways, we survived the zombies. Yeah, we survived the zombies and we went to Goedzor. And um, that's a new kind of soury farmhouse Sour beer bar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent place. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool place, really good food and really amazing beer. And um, we got to try a really nice um, Black Project beer called mm. gambit there mm-hmm. and, and then um, yuzu harvest from adam brewing yeah was an amazing beer and they're that, they're a pretty new brewery and their stuff is great yeah yeah and then um for us we had to leave early out on sunday and uh, for you guys what did you do sunday we went to the science museum and that was right. so much fun we had a couple hours yeah. to kill after we got out of the airbnb and before we had to be at the airport so halfway out of town is a science museum and we just had a blast went to planetarium saw some dinosaur bones it was cool that's cool, Very cool. got to got to explore a black hole oh nice yeah. and you survived the black hole surpri- yep that's really cool <laughs> they made it out well i think all in all this was this was a good year um maybe a little meh in some of the beers but you know, maybe not as wide of a variety of really amazing beers as we've had in previous years, but, but the, there's still the some really good. The company was great. Mm. Yeah, company was great, and there were some good standouts. Um, and it's always a pleasure. It's a great time. 
yeah it really really is and i'm still i'm like happy that we were able to go so that's gonna wrap it up for us we hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on soundcloud TuneIn, stitcher youtube google play prx and spreaker our native media host itunes google play and our own android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone just search for sip sud smokes on itunes or in the google play store you can read we love your feedback and you can reach us online at sipsuds info at sipsudsandsmokes.com our daily tasting notes notes wow too much beer our daily tasting notes flow out on twitter every day at sipsudsmoke and our facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news and please, please, please take just a little bit of time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Well, I want to thank uh, all the buddies here for being here. Good old boy, Dave. All right, we'll see you, honey. Yes, you were. <laughs> Good old boy, Kendall. Oh, it was a blast. It was such a pleasure to go to Denver with y'all. Yeah, it was a good time. Good old boy, Reverend Mark. Mm, my heart is warm with the great company and uh, even with wonderful warming beer. Thank you so much. Yeah, really good memories. Well, this is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling, and we will catch you next time. Tanhan production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 